Welcome to a Biblical Perspective Podcast, where God's point of view matters. I'm your host, Prophet C.T. Johnson. This podcast is designed to expand you beyond the mind's cultural and theological limitations about the Bible and what it teaches. Prepare for the challenge of becoming a critical thinker, analyzing life from God's perspective. Boldly and unapologetically, I'll address the ills and issues of our day using scripture as the frame of reference. Get ready to empower your thinking and change your life. Now, let's hear what God has to say. Greetings. Welcome to another episode of a Biblical Perspective podcast, the podcast designed to expand you beyond the mind's cultural and theological limitations about the Bible and what it teaches. I'm your host, Prophet C.T. Johnson. What joy it is always to have this opportunity to empower your thinking and change your life from God's perspective. Today, we're concluding the teaching, The Sin of Passivity. Part two, this has been powerful. This has been empowering. It has been thought provoking. So I want to encourage those of you who may be listening to a biblical perspective podcast for the first time. If you did not listen to part one of this thought provoking teaching, the sin of passivity, do yourself a favor and go listen to part one so that you can ingest a uh, digest rather so that you can digest the entirety of this teaching. And so we're preparing to conclude the sin of passivity in just a few moments. But I want to encourage you to go to my website, ctjohnson.org, and request to receive your free monthly empowering thought e-letter. The e-letters will provoke you to expand your thinking beyond life's limitations. So do it right now, ctjohnson.org, and sign up to receive your monthly empowering thought e-letter. While you're there on the website, I want to encourage you to download the Charisma Plus app as well as subscribe to the magazine. And you can do it right there on the website, ctjohnson.org. Simply click the CPN affiliate tab, all right, and follow the instructions there. Doing this supports and enables a biblical perspective podcast to continue empowering lives all around the world. Now, it's time to prepare to what? That's it, to think critically because we are going to conclude today's teaching the sin of passivity. I want you to write down your two empowering points. Well, prophet, every episode you mentioned this. That's right, because every episode God has potent, powerful points, thoughts. I call them empowering points that he needs for you to not just ingest, but digest, to appropriate, to assimilate. And so writing down what God says, what God speaks, what God reveals, it helps us to 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 apply it. It helps us to employ it. It helps us to assimilate it. All right. It helps what he said by writing it down. It helps it to cellulate. That's Dr. Price is one of her uh, uh, million dollar words. And I want I want to encourage you to look it up in case you don't know, never heard of the word cellulate. 
Look that up. That's where uh, uh, what you're learning and what you're teaching becomes a part of you. And, and, and you do it. You embody uh, that word that you received or better yet, that word embodies you and you act on it. Uh, uh, subconsciously with, with, without having to think about it. And so that's why I encourage you every podcast to write down to minimum. That's not maximum, minimum. Write down two empowering thoughts. And then I want you to email them to me because I want to engage with you. I want to have discussion with you. So email me your two empowering points, your two empowering thoughts. The email address is admin at ctjohnson.org, A-D-M-I-N, admin at ctjohnson.org, or you can become a part of our A Biblical Perspective podcast Facebook group, and you can message your empowering points, or you can put them in the comments and all the members there, we can have healthy dialogue and discussion as it pertains to what God spoke to you, what God revealed to you, what you're learning from the podcast. So do that for yourself and do it so that we can engage. And I personally, it's not my administrator. It's not a member of the ministry. It's Yours truly is Prophet Johnson responding to your emails live and in color. It is me responding and dialoguing and conversing with you in our Facebook group. So I want to encourage you, if you are not a member of the Facebook group, a Biblical Perspective Podcast Facebook group, you can search it. If you are already on Facebook, just search a Biblical Perspective Podcast Facebook group. It will pop up. Requests membership and fill out some questions that just helps us to do what we're doing and you will enter into the group and have wonderful dialogue and discussion. All right. The sin of passivity. Let's conclude this, shall we? Now, I, on our last episode, we left off with James 4, and 17, James 4 and 17. Now I want to look at 1 Timothy 6 and 12. Okay, I'm not going to recap because there's much that we need to cover uh, in this episode in order to conclude the teaching. So as I did early on, I want to encourage you again to go back and listen to part one of this teaching so that you can digest the whole and or the entirety of this teaching. So last week, we again left off with James 4 and 17. We broke down etymologically the word do. We also defined and broke down sin, what it means from God's definition, from God's perspective. And now let's look at uh First Timothy, First Timothy six and twelve. First Timothy six and twelve. Now I want you to understand again, and I said this on our last episode. I said this on our last episode that God nowhere in Scripture does God instructs us to be passive. Nowhere in Scripture does He instructs us to be non-active 
to 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 endure suffering without resistance. Uh, nowhere in scripture does he tell us not to oppose the enemy that's opposing us, not to uh, fight back. OK, uh, nowhere did he instruct us to 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 allow lethargy and 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 laziness and and slothfulness to change or rather to embody us whereby that becomes our posture no 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 he instructs us to all throughout scripture he instructs us to be strong and courageous huh he instructs us to resist the devil first submit ourselves unto him to god resist the devil fight back push back and he will what he will flee so uh first timothy 6 and 12 it says fight right out the gate fight <laughs> underline that highlight that fight the good fight of faith so right out the gate here we see in scripture that we as the elect of God, we as sub sovereigns, we as priests and kings. And I told you on last episode that you as a king, you as priest, you as a sovereign, you as the elect of God, we are to dominate. We are to conquer. We are to subdue. And you can't do that by being passive. You can't do that by being passive. So that lets you know, contrary to what is being erroneously and errantly taught within the church, that passivity is the hallmark of the Christian. No, 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 no. Passivity in God's world, in God's mind is sin. Because sovereigns aren't passive. Kings aren't passive. Rulers aren't passive. Come on, I'm teaching good. Let me hit the bell. They are not passive. Okay. So he says, fight. You, you, and you in the back. We are, catch this. We are mandated. We are, we are instructed. We are commanded to fight. However, he specifies our fighting. We are not to fight frivolously. We are not to fight ignorantly. We are not to fight emotionally. For the weapons of our warfare, they're, they're not carnal, but they're mighty through God to the pulling down of what? Strongholds. So we're not to fight emotionally. We're not to fight um, carnally. We're not to fly, we're not to fight in the flesh. Uh, our fight is the fight of faith. And he says it's a good fight. Fight the good fight of faith. The good fight of faith. Faith is a good fight. And now listen to what he says next. He says, lay hold, lay hold. On eternal life. Lay hold on eternal life. Subdue. Uh, bring into ownership. Bring into possession. Lay hold on it. And how do you lay hold on eternal life? Through fighting, not through passivity, not through 
uh, lethargy, not through the the attitude, K Sarah, Sarah, what will be, will be. No, 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 no. He says, you lay hold on eternal life by fighting the good fight of faith because there's a devil, there's an adversary, there's an enemy that endeavors you to spend eternity with him. He wants, see, Satan equates to eternal death. Jesus equates to eternal life. See, Satan again equates to eternal death. Death is eternal with Satan, but life is eternal with Christ. And if you want life eternally, you have to fight. Hallelujah. You have to fight for it. You can't just sit on the sidelines wishing and a praying and a hoping and kissing your rosary beads and grabbing your grabbing the cross around your neck, treating it as a a, 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 a lucky charm, a rabbit's foot. No. If you want eternal life, Jesus died to provide it. However, if you want to possess it, you've got to fight. Huh? Jesus died to provide it, to make it available. But if you want it, you have to fight. Whosoever will, let him come. And I'm telling you, it takes a fight in order to come to Jesus because you have to fight through your flesh. You have to fight through your 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 DNA. You have to fight through your family tree. You have to fight through proclivities. You have to fight through habits. You have to Oh, glory to God. You have to fight through all of those things. You have to fight through uh, 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 lasciviousness. You have to fight through temptation. You have to fight through all of life's 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 hindrances. You have to fight through all of 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 life's distractions. You have to fight through all of that. Hmm? So that's why he says, fight the good fight of faith. Lay hold on eternal life. But you're not going to lay hold to it by laying down. Come on, teach this, Johnson. You're not going to lay hold to it by laying down. Now, let's finish first Timothy six and twelve. That's where I am in case you. Didn't know. I'm in first Timothy six and 12. Uh, again, fight the good fight of faith, lay hold on eternal life, whereunto thou art also called and hast professed, professed a good profession before many witnesses. Notice he says profess, not confess. Now, as I've said in times past, you have to be careful with these translations nowadays, these watered down anti Jesus Christ Bible translations. Because some many say confess, but there's a difference. You look it up, do your homework. There's a difference in meaning between profess and confess, confession and profession. Profess means that there is a public declaration. See, confession deals uh, in many instances individually, privately. You can confess something. I can confess something that you know not of, that you aren't aware of. But if I profess it, that's different than me confessing it because professing is to make a public declaration and or to declare openly. And as a matter of fact, you can go ahead and write that down because that is the etymological breakdown of the word professed. It means to openly declare, to self-acknowledge. See, many of you are confessing Jesus as Lord in your personal environment, uh, in your prayer closet, but you haven't professed him. 
Nobody. Okay. All right. No one outside of your home. No one outside of you knows that you have a relationship with Christ. No one outside of you knows that you know Jesus because you don't profess him. Why? Because you are committing the sin of passivity. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. Your failure to profess Jesus. If you. Okay, let me say it this way. Help me, Holy Ghost. Your failure to profess the Jesus you confess is the sin of passivity. Let me say it again. Your failure to profess the Jesus you confess is the sin of passivity. Once more, your failure to profess the Jesus you confess is the sin of passivity. Just let that sit because there are many listening under the sound of my voice. You confess Jesus, but you don't profess him. You do not publicly acknowledge him. You don't openly declare him. Therefore, why? Because you fear uh, the repercussions of your profession. You fear retribution. You fear being mocked. You fear being labeled. You fear being criticized. You fear opposition. You fear having, uh, rather, you fear the possibility of engaging or initiating a conversation that will pull and draw you out of your comfort zone. So you take the posture of passivity, not knowing that your posture of passivity and or your passivity or your passive posture is sin. You have offended God by your failure to speak up for him. By your failure to defend him, you have offended him. Uh Uh-huh. I'm teaching real good. So let's, I went backwards, so now let me go forward. Let's uh, look at the word fight. I already Gave you and, 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 and we looked at professed while the spirit of God was on me to deal with that. We were dealing with that so, so heavily, so heavy. I went on and gave you, uh, meaning to that word. Now let's deal with fight. So again, let's read it once, once more. First Timothy six and 12, fight the good fight of faith, fight the good fight of faith, fight the good fight of faith. You have to fight. Okay, I need to say that I need to emphasize that for you whom have bought the lie that again, passivity is the hallmark card. It is the hallmark. It is the mark of a Christian. No, it's not. No, it's not. And some of us, again, we're deceived by certain songs. Uh, uh, I want to be like Jesus. Meek and lowly, humble and holy. Oh, how I long to be like him. And yes, he was meek and lowly, but he was not a punk. Okay. Jesus was humble. And let me say this. Humility does not denote passivity. Bell. Oh, hold on. Yeah. That's good there. Humility does not denote passivity. Being humble does not mean, uh, okay, humility is not synonymous with passivity. 
Many of you need to understand that. You are deceived in thinking that you're being humble when really you're just being passive. And hence you're committing sin. Because you're not standing up. You're not pushing back. You're not charging forward. You're just allowing the enemy to further destroy you and embarrass you and defeat you and conquer you, subdue you. And you're just, oh, well, God, God will help. God will fix it. God will do it. No newsflash. He's not doing any more than what he's already done. Hence, Timothy is told by his mentor, Paul, to fight. He says to this young pastor, listen, you have adversaries, you have enemies, okay? You have assassins, you have arsonists, okay? You have people out there that hate with passion the Lord Jesus Christ that will do everything possible to overthrow him, to do everything possible to promote their doctrine, to promote their gospel, to promote their deity, to promote their God, to promote their version of Jesus. But Paul tells Timothy, you've got to fight. Fight. Listen to this. Oh, my goodness. When I did this study, when I did the etymological breakdown of this word fight, I got beside myself. Fight is to combat, to combat. Listen to this. Also, fight, contend with weapons, for the weapons of our warfare are not carnal. God did not say we didn't have weapons. Why would he give us weapons if he did not intend for us to fight? You don't use weapons if you're not Going to war, if you're not engaging in combat, if there's no conflict, war, rather weapons, are needed for warfare to be waged successfully. So fight is to combat, contend with weapons. Listen to this, strive, gain by fighting. To fight is to gain, but the only way to gain is to fight. Some of you remember the song, no pain, no gain, no fight, no gain. That's really what the writer there or the essence rather. That's really what that, that that's really the essence of what uh, that statement or that lyric in the song means. No pain, no gain. If you don't fight You'll never gain what you're desiring to gain if you don't engage, if you don't contend with, if you don't strive against. Also, fight. Now, what I just gave you uh, to combat, contend with weapons, strive, gain by fighting, win. Uh, that's also uh, the etymological breakdown in the verb form of fight. 
Now, in the noun form of fight, etymologically, listen to this. It's hostile encounter. So, come on. Paul tells Timothy, he says, combat. Fight the good fight of faith. Combat. Contend with weapons. The weapon, utilize the weapon of faith. The warfare of your faith. Strive in faith. Fight in faith to lay hold to eternal life, to lay hold on the wisdom of God, to lay hold on the mind of God, to lay hold on the promises of God. He says, engage in hostile encounter because you have an adversary that goes to and fro, roaring rather, as a roaring lion, doing what? Seeking whom he may hug. Seeking whom he may love on, seeking whom he may encourage, seeking whom he may uplift, seek. No, no, no. That's not the Bible that I read. You have an adversary that goes about as a roaring lion, lion seeking whom he may devour. Newsflash. Satan wants to devour you. He doesn't want to encourage you, hug you, love on you, lift you, build you up, edify you. No, 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 no. He wants to devour you. That's why you cannot afford to to enter into the posture of passivity, expecting Jesus to fight your battles. And Lord have mercy. If I hear another preacher, another Apostle or self self proclaimed in most instances talking about uh, uh, erroneously uh, uh, teaching from Joshua where it said this battle is not yours but it's the Lord. Notice God help me here. It says this battle, this battle. It did not say every battle. God is not fighting. Every battle in and of himself for you. He will fight with us in every battle. And there are some battles that he will fight on our behalf. But even that does not mean that there's no responsibility that we have whatsoever. No. All right. So uh, I want you to understand that. I want you to to recognize that. Uh, rather, I said Joshua, uh, but it's not Joshua. It's uh, in regards to Jehoshaphat um, in Second Chronicles. Let's look at that. Let's look at that. Uh, Second Chronicles twenty and fifteen, and he said, and he said, hearken ye all Judah and ye inhabitants of Jerusalem and thou King Jehoshaphat thus saith the Lord unto you be not afraid nor dismayed by reason of this great multitude for for the battle is not yours but God's now the battle he was not talking about all battles that they would engage in he was talking about that specific battle that particular battle Okay, so, yeah, he says the battle is not yours, but he was he was talking about this battle, this battle that you're preparing to engage in, not the battles to come. And so we have errantly and erroneously taught from uh, this passage of scripture here in Second Chronicles 20 and 15 that every battle. That you would that you and I would engage in, God would fight. 
That's not the text. He said, the battle is not yours. And he was specifying that battle that they were preparing to enter into within that chapter. He was talking about a particular battle. He was not talking about all of their battles and nor is he talking about all of yours. All right. So uh, their fight hostile encounter. We must shake ourselves from the spirit of lethargy, slothfulness. We must divorce this doctrine of passivity. Divorce it. We must divorce this doctrine of passivity and realize and understand again from God's perspective, from God's mind, from God's world, sin or rather passivity is sin. Passivity is sin. God can't do anything with a passive person. And remember, uh, passivity is not synonymous with humility. So Get that in your in your spirit. God can't do anything with a passive person. Remember, in part one of this teaching, we defined passive, not active or acting, unresisting, not opposing, enduring, suffering without resistance, lacking in energy or will, tending not to take active or dominant part uh, other synonyms are lethargy, apathy, inert, dull, weariness, inactivity, sloth, sleepy, stagnation, okay, unable, lack of energy, um, indolence. Are you listening? Listless, dullness, all of these are synonyms to the word passive. And God can't do anything with any, God can't do anything with a person that has those mentioned characteristics and or mindsets and or operating in said posture or, or possessing rather said posture. He can't do anything with a lazy person, a slowful person, a slothful person, a dull person. One is that that's always weary and are giving into weariness because what did the apostle Paul said? He said, be not weary. Come on. He didn't say be weary. He didn't say give into the spirit of weariness. Now we all uh, are, are, are presented with opportunities of weariness due to life, due to just getting older, being Engaged in so many things, uh, uh, and that's why it is important to to rest and and uh, not just your body but your mind and 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 your soul and your spirit through and by the word of God, uh, because the spirit of weariness is real. Hmm? It's real. Now I'm not saying that it's not. It's real. However, you've got to fight. You've got to fight. You've got to fight. So let's close with Joshua one and two. Listen to what he says. My Moses, my servant is dead. Now, therefore, arise, underline, highlight, circle, arise. Go over this Jordan, thou and all this people unto the land which I do give to them 
even to the children of Israel. Now, God had already declared unto the children of Israel that they would enter into the promised land, a land flowing with milk and honey. And God gave them a glimpse in regards to sending the spies, the 10 spies over. Of course, if you know the story, only two, Joshua and Caleb came back with the mind of God, came back with the desire to fight, came back with the willingness to fight, came back ready to uh, engage with the enemy, came back ready to enter into combat, came back ready to engage in hostile, uh, uh, to, to have a hostile encounter because even though God had promised them something, God had willed it to them, he had bequeathed it to them, they knew that in order for them to possess it, they had to fight for it. They had to employ the word of God, faith without works is dead. They, th- there was responsibility that they had in order to see the promise of God materialize and come to fruition. Okay. They, Joshua and Caleb knew that, listen, we won't possess this land. We won't have this land. We won't enter into this land passive, but by being passive rather. No. And so now, The transition of leadership has taken place. God has allowed them to grieve and all of that. And he says, okay, now it's time to bring into fruition what I've shown you, what I've promised you, what I've declared unto you. He says, you, he said, Moses is dead. The old has passed away. Who listening to prophet right now, you're holding on to your past and you are allowing your past to to prohibit you from entering into the promised land of your future because you're holding on to what God did, what God used. Celebrate him for it. Thank him for it. But move on. Moses is dead. What are you mourning over that God has ended the season for? Hmm? Think about that. What are you mourning over that God has ended the season for? And so he says in Joshua one and two, Moses, my servant is dead. He's gone. I'm done with him. That season is over. It happened. He left. They left. She left. All right. You messed up. You misappropriated the opportunity. It's time to move on. You're not receiving another chance regarding that opportunity. However, I'm giving you a whole new opportunity. Who's God talking to? So Moses, my servant is dead. Now, therefore, arise. And he says, go over this Jordan. There's an obstacle. There's a hurdle and or hurdles. There's opposition. (laughs) I'm not going to just allow you to walk all willy nilly into it. No, because God knows if he allows us to possess something, to achieve something, to acquire something without us having to invest in it, that we will misappropriate the opportunity. We will leave him, forget about him. So he has to allow us to experience some pain, some disappointment. He has to. What I mean by that is in the fighting in being and he, he has to allow you to feel what, 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 what is contained with, uh, laying hold 
to blessing and promise. He has to allow you and I to participate in the struggle so that we can appreciate the blessing. That's good. So that we can honor him right or rightly. So uh, he says, there is an obstacle, there's opposition, but I'm with you. I've already given you the land, meaning I have made it possible for you to possess it, but you have to fight for it. So he says, arise, get the people and go over this Jordan. Now, arise, I'm done with this. Arise. It means, listen, to get up from sitting. Get up from sitting. Etymologically, get up from sitting, kneeling, or lying. You cannot conquer laying down. You can't conquer sitting. You can't conquer kneeling. All of those are passive postures. Kneeling. Sitting, lying, kneeling, sitting, lying, kneeling, sitting, lying, and or lying down. Those are passive postures. You will never subdue. You will never conquer. You will never reign by being passive. Repent from having committed the sin of passivity. Great things God has promised and shared and shown many of you listening under the sound of my voice. But you have failed to do what you're responsible for doing in order for it to come to pass. The man already shed his blood. The man already sacrificed, God already sacrificed his only begotten son for you and I. His only begotten son shed his blood suffered a horrible, brutal death. Hmm? Listen to this. Then he defeated sin and death. Glory to God. Defeated sin and death. Destroyed the enemy of our soul. Hmm? What more, as the old Kojic song, what more can he do? He has laid the foundation. He has opened up the way. What more can he, what more? We expect Jesus to do everything. Die, or, uh, 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 bled, bleed, die, bury, resurrect, and then engage our enemies all over again. No, 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 no. He says, you arise. Joshua, you arise. And the people arise, get up from sitting, get up from kneeling, get up from lying down, because all of those are passive postures, passive positions. And you can't conquer. You can't subdue. You can't reign. You can't defeat a devil. You can't defeat sickness. You can't defeat cancer. You can't defeat AIDS. You can't defeat whatever is endeavoring to defeat you by kneeling, sitting and lying down. Giving up, being passive, being lazy. There are many people that 
died due to sickness because they were passive. They gave up. They failed to fight the cancer. They failed to fight. We're all going to die. All right. For it's appointed unto man once to die. We're, we're all going to die. However, there are many that were diagnosed with various types of cancer and illnesses and disease that could have lived longer than they lived if they made up in their mind to fight. However, they committed the sin of passivity and that disease took them out before the time that God had allotted. So also arise having a beginning come into being or action to a sin. It's time to get up. Saints, saints, it's time to get up. It's time to rise. Stop kneeling. Stop lying down. Stop sitting. Stop operating in a passive posture. And I pray under, I pray rather for all those under the sound of my voice that this word you've heard today arrests you. That's it. That it arrests you. That while you sleep tonight, it, it disturbs you subconsciously that you dream about me teaching this, that you hear the words of God reverberate in this teaching, from this teaching, all while you sleep and that you are literally snatched out of your slumber snatched out of your passive lazy posture and position and that God would put a fight down in you that cannot be extracted that can't be shaken that can't be muzzled that can't be muted in the name of Jesus well, were you empowered? I know you were. <laughs> were you challenged to think critically? I know you were. Are you seeing this subject, the sin of passivity from God's perspective? I sincerely trust that you are. I want you to email me and share your feedback, your thoughts regarding this subject, the sin of passivity. Email me. Admin at ctjohnson.org. That's admin, A-D-M-I-N at ctjohnson.org or join the Facebook group. And if you are not a part of that community, stop being passive. Stop being lazy. And if you're already on Facebook, what are you waiting on? Join the Facebook group, a biblical perspective podcast and message and or place your thoughts, your feedback in regards to this teaching in the group. So we all can sharpen one another and benefit and learn from uh, the uh, from each other's perspective of the teaching. I want to engage and discuss your thoughts and your feedback uh, with you. All right. In regards to this teaching. Also, remember to send me your two empowering points that you are always instructed at the beginning of our time together as your homework. So whatever those two empowering points, those empowering thoughts were that God spoke, that God revealed to you throughout this teaching, I want you uh, also to email me those as well. And visiting the show notes in the podcast description will provide you with the email address and all of the pertinent information to contact me in case you couldn't write fast enough. And I want to, as always, thank you for listening.
Sincerely, thank you for listening. I greatly appreciate every listener. And would you consider partnering with C.T. Johnson Ministries International and the Biblical Perspective Podcast? Enable us to continue empowering lives. Won't you do that for me? Go to ctjohnson.org slash partnership and sow your best seed today. Just don't listen week after week to podcast after podcast, episode after episode. You're fed, you're empowered, you're strengthened, and you don't sow into the vessel and the anointing that God use uses to sow into you to empower your life. Don't rob yourself by not sowing into this ministry and this podcast and this vessel because God is sowing his life changing word into you. So again, consider prayerfully consider partnering with yours truly, C.T. Johnson and a biblical perspective podcast, go to my website again, ctjohnson.org slash partnership and sow your best seed today. Tune in next time as I continue to empower your thinking from God's perspective. Be empowered. Thank you so much for joining me today on a biblical perspective podcast. Did today's episode empower you? If so, rate and subscribe to the podcast at cpnshows.com Apple Podcast, or wherever you listen. To learn more about me and C.T. Johnson Ministries International, visit the website at ctjohnson.org or text the letters CTJM to 855-686-1201. Also, connect with me on Instagram and Twitter at ctjmintl and Facebook at C.T. Johnson Ministries. Tune in next time as I continue to empower your thinking from God's perspective. Be empowered.